Hello, welcome back to How to Podcast of this month. Today we have a very useful topic. It's about counseling when you are having a family, and we are very happy to have our guest speaker Monisha to join us. Monisha has been working with families in clinic as an OB/GYN nurse for more than 10 years, 10, 20 years, and she's very, very experienced with any problems or struggles in family development. Monisha, please introduce yourself to our audience. Hi, Megan. It's nice to be here. Um, my name is Monisha, um, and I have been working um, as an OB/GYN nurse for the last 10 years. Prior to that, I I was working in pediatrics, and so, you know, I'm I'm really comfortable working with children, adolescents, <clears throat> and I naturally moved into um, the OBGYN aspect of nursing. And I see a lot of parents and people who want to start families. Right. You are really an expert in this. As you are taking care of numerous clients when they are expecting or welcoming new family members, are, are you see the clients stressed or anxious about their pregnancy or family planning? Um, actually, I it really depends on their circumstances. So yeah. I do see clients from, you know, like right when they're starting to plan. And so some might have some fertility issues and seek fertility yeah. care, you know, and others might just be, you know, time their cycle and, and you know, have their babies right away, like get pregnant uh, straight away uh, so it really depends on the circumstances but no I wouldn't say that the people that actually come to see me are generally stressed they're coming actually proactively they're mm -hmm. coming because um, I think uh, they realize that there's certain topics and things that you know that haven't been discussed um, yeah. that would be helpful to be discussed they want to know more about what the parenting journey will be like yeah. um, and so they kind of come and seek counseling for those reasons Right, right. Yeah. So not only for the people that are having maybe complications or need to undergo some infertility treatment, it's it's generally for everyone who need it, actually, because it's a, it's a journey that with many like uncertainties or something unknown, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't think anyone really can be prepared for parenting like beforehand you know and we believe that we think it's intuitive like we're gonna know it all you know but actually it is something that you learn and you grow from you know and each child that comes um that you know you bring into your family <clears throat> teaches you something different because they all have different personalities that's true <clears throat> I'm I'm so glad that you have been supporting the clients in your clinic because uh for myself I I've been doing some fertility treatment for like one two years and I, I know how depressed that is and and afterwards I heard that in Australia actually it's compulsory to have counseling when you are doing this treatment and I feel that's so necessary because yeah it can make people really be in distress yeah, I have a lot. I have had seen um, clients who have undergone fertility treatment. And although fertility treatment might be pretty good in Hong Kong, uh, you can get that care. There is no counseling that's associated with it. And so often when I see clients that are going through the journey, um, they do feel a sense of like, I'm not good enough. Or why has this happened to me? Or what have I done wrong? You know, and I think it's so important before you start the parenting journey that you address and, and, you know, kind of help uh, manage those unhelpful thoughts. Um, yeah. So 
I think counseling for you know fertility is so important. And in Hong Kong, they just don't do it. They they will counsel you on what you need to do, you know, to get pregnant. But the actual mental health aspect of it, none of it is really oh. done, and none of it is really supported. True. And have you seen many clients that suffer from like postpartum anxiety or depression? Um, yeah, I I have actually seen it. Um, a lot of the baby blues, you know, you see that it's a very normal thing. But even though it's normal, and eighty to ninety percent of patients will go through uh the baby blues, mm-hmm. sometimes there are some clients that will actually need some support in during that period, you know, and uh, and all they need is a little bit of support. So it's either you find your tribe, find a group of people that you trust, mm-hmm. or you come in and talk. To somebody through that period because it is a vulnerable time you know you have your hormonal changes um and depending on whether your partner is educated about the whole process um he might or might not be able to support you during that time true that's so true can you share with us uh, maybe one case or example that you've you have a client suffer mentally and went through a difficult time during treatment or postpartum or any any period during this journey. Yeah, I mean, quite recently, I think with um with the end of COVID happening, you know, with the restrictions coming down, uh, a lot of partners started going back to work. Yeah. So, um, I I what I did notice among some of the couples is that they they were just used to having each other at home, yeah. and then suddenly when when the partner started going back to work, it made, you know, the mother yeah. feel a bit isolated, you know, and feel like she's having to manage everything on her own and uh, yeah. not having her partner there. And, um, and women also expect that, Oh, well, they're supposed to know when the baby's crying, what to do. Right. We don't know that it's, it's a learning, you know, as, as you and the baby start to bond, you figure out this cry means I'm hungry. This cry means it's I'm sleepy. And this cry means I need a diaper change, but yeah. that takes time. A lot of women will expect that they should just know it all. Right. Um, but it, it's not like that. It's not intuitive. It is something that you learn by spending time and you shouldn't be hard on yourself um, with that. And so one of the things I get a lot of new moms to do is just focus on like the step to step, you know, what did you get done today? And and mm-hmm. congratulate yourself for getting through that day. Because a lot of the times we expect so much from each other, not from, uh, you know, from ourselves, sorry. Yeah, that's true. After COVID, I think we all need to adjust our expectations about um, the partners or, 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 or each other's company or the time or the effort that the contributions. So, I think it's it's a journey that keep you need to keep some adjustment over time. So yeah, because you can you can also feel very like rejected by your partner, you know. And again, that's an unhelpful thought. But they're not they're not necessarily being they're not rejecting it. They, a lot of the husbands were feeling anxious about going back to work as well after so yeah. long, you know. Yeah. And it was an adjustment for them and trying to manage, you know, the family dynamics with you know going back to work. All of it, it can be quite overwhelming for everybody involved. That's true, especially for the new parents. And regarding to the format of preconception counseling for clients, uh, would you suggest mainly for ladies or both of them to come? I actually recommend that the couple should come together Mm -hmm. because um, I I feel like 
they both both the individuals are entering the parenting journey together yeah. and uh, although the woman might be carrying the baby um yeah. she's going to need the support of her her partner you know throughout that journey and often um you know hearing how to deal with different situations together will is quite helpful it opens up so many different topics yeah. um you know most some of the most common reasons for conflict are usually like uh, finances yeah um how you're going to manage the finances what you're going to spend your money on um both the individuals can have completely different ideas about that um yeah. some of the other topics are how, how when family is going to visit how often they're going to come where they're going to stay and what are they going to be allowed and not allowed to do within the you know within your family unit um culturally that can be so different as well for for different different uh individuals yeah. uh, and then I think the other thing is you know what do you think is important uh, what values do you think are important to instill in your child yeah so so I think it, it's, it's usually a, the preconception counseling is usually very relaxed it's very um, it's helpful you know it kind of opens up these kind of topics a lot of the times the parents don't know what the journey is going to be like so coming in to talk to someone who kind of gives you a situation or gives you a scenario or opens up a topic it's so helpful because it helps you to problem solve, brainstorm ideas, um, and kind of mentally prepare for the journey. Yeah, that's true. Actually, most couples don't really bring those up to surface or bring those into their conversation beforehand. They, they most mostly maybe do it after baby was born, like finance, the duties of both families, and maybe their education values. It, it will affect a lot of things like school decisions and a lot of things that you need for help at home. So actually regarding to the topics that you will be covered in the sessions, in addition to the finance and uh, the like the duties you mentioned of both families and some values, and is there any other things that you will talk with them or let, let them have a discussion in your sessions? I usually will just ask them, you know, like what they feel like the journey will be like you know, and often that answer can be quite similar for the two parents, you know, and then as I go deeper into the conversation, um, that's when the values come into play, you know, and sometimes you'll notice that they, they think very differently. Like a couple that, um, I remember a couple that was, you know, had met at the very, they were very social. They're a very social couple. They love going out. They love meeting people, you know, um, and that was something that really, bonds them and brings them together yeah. after they had the baby the the wife wanted to the partner wanted to like just be able to get back to that life that was her goal okay. you know because that's what brought her happiness whereas the her partner was like no he didn't he didn't want to have the late nights you know okay. and often you see either one of the parents where this becomes um an issue you know and um and they don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. They don't feel like it's going to get better. But just to be able to talk about what each other's expectations are yeah. can be quite helpful because you're mentally prepared for that, you know. And you also realize that it's important to the other person. Right. Because I think one thing that all couples do is that we assume that the other person thinks like us. Yeah. So we, you just think that, oh, we've had a baby and now we have to stay home with the baby and we have to manage the baby. And you think both people think exactly the same about the situation but that might not necessarily be the case and so being able to talk about it is actually quite helpful 
right avoid a lot of conflicts actually yeah. yeah also like bouncing back into society you know i have so many women that feel that pressure of you know meeting social engagements meeting their friends for tea and coffee and lunch and sometimes they're tired or sometimes their babies are just a bit more fussy or maybe the first um few months of the baby's life have been a bit more of a struggle than other people and so they're, they're finding it a bit difficult and that pressure is unhelpful so you know just having someone to having a partner that understands that um can be quite helpful that's why having two people at the counseling session can be um can be really helpful that's true. I, I feel like according to what you say, daddies are a must in the sessions because the support system for this stage is definitely very essential. And it really, really affects the mental status of the mummies. And if the mummy is unhappy, of course, the daddy won't be, right? So it is really, they, they both don't have a toll in it. So yeah, when, but also with with the dads, the other thing that's actually quite important is that, um, what I have seen is that, um, the moms usually just take on that role of uh staying at home and caring for the baby, yeah. and so they actually become very good at it, you know, because they're yeah. spending eight hours or ten hours caring for the baby along with the you know helpers, and um, daddies come in and they do the last two hours at the end of the day. So yeah. over time, moms just get better at it, and it's not because they're intuitively better necessarily but it's just they're spending more time they recognize the cries they recognize the laughter they recognize what the baby wants a bit more um sometimes this can help make the dad feel a bit isolated because he doesn't feel like he can do it as well you know and it's really important to recognize that and to encourage the dads to be involved in the care because often they'll just be like you do it better here you you take the baby kind of thing in a way so um so, you know, addressing that in counseling is actually also very important because it is something that happens in most families. Yeah, there are definitely many, many unexpected situations after a baby was born and every family is so different. So it's yeah. good to have some sessions just for your couples to address some individual issues that you cannot really share or to get the advice from others. Mm. So will we share with us some helpful tips to help prepare couples mentally for planning a family? Yes, um, actually, um, in my article, I did mention a few tips. Uh, one of them is to manage your expectations. Yeah. Um, it's it's important to talk to either a counselor or to somebody, a, a friend who's gone through the journey, just yeah. so you know what to expect. A lot of the time, social media will make it seem like it's easy it's right. and it's beautiful and everyone looks amazing and it's not like that you know it's it it requires work uh, it requires patience it requires time and so but a lot of people will not tell you that you know and that's not what you see in the photos and and the videos um so managing expectations um on the first couple of months and how it's not always perfect um is important um finding a way to connect with your partner, you know, mm -hmm. um, doing fun things with them um, before and also during, finding time to just be the two of you guys, you know, because that's going to be the time where you share uh, those important thoughts and feelings. Um, mm -hmm. Also, like, and also the values, that's what, you know, comes in because yeah, that's your values will change after you have children. I mean, they can that's change. That's true. 
also uh, yeah i think those are really some of the main tips that i have um Hi. and if you feel like you are struggling i think getting the help sooner than later is important reaching out to your social uh, to your uh, support system and that could be your doctor it could be your midwife it could be a counselor it could be your tribe the people that you trust your family you know um that's that's important because parenting is not necessarily intuitive which is something that we're taught to believe it really is like a learned experience and what we what we know is only what was role modeled to us and what we've seen in generations to come in and like in the generations before us um and some some things can be helpful and some things can be unhelpful recognizing things that you're struggling with and reaching out and getting help can sometimes even break those intergenerational um uh cycles yeah of things that were unhelpful yeah i can definitely resonate to those um the intergenerational influences like we always want to be a better parents because you know yeah. you know your own weakness or how you how you was uh, brought up but actually what we do just like what we were talking about actually is still repeating the patterns of our family or our parents so having some new insight or having some professional perspective would be really useful to break that kind of pattern or those kind of intergenerational influences. Yeah, it is actually, a lot of it is very subconscious. We don't even realize that we're living those patterns until, you know, they're probed or they're challenged or they're uh, discussed. Yes. And I'm especially agree with the managing expectations part. Like mm. I would say that, like breastfeeding, take breastfeeding, for example, you look at the pictures are always so peaceful, it's, it's beautiful, and the baby is sleep so fun. But actually, it's actually the most messy part of the <laughs> <laughs> journey. Yeah, I have never seen not one person who's breastfeeding look like any of those photos that I've seen on social media. <laughs> right, so we have to blend those social media so that we want to promote this thing. But this is really a journey with so many ups and downs and uh, counseling can definitely help you through a lot. So thank you, Manisha. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I was just, uh, the one last thing I wanted to actually add in is that it's really sometimes for, for women, it's the first time that they feel like they're a bit out of control when they get pregnant, yeah. out of control of their body, uh, how their body is going to grow and, yeah. you know, um, all of that. And, and it can be a bit daunting. I mean, Again, yeah. society expects you to be happy and this is the best thing and this is what you've worked for and this is what you've wanted. And um, and suddenly you're feeling nervous and scared and uh, you're ambivalent, you know, about the whole thing. And you're, you're confused. Why am I having so many different emotions? Um, and it's because it's a new experience and because it's uh, because it's new, it comes with its, um, uh, you know, feelings of like, insecurity and fear um just addressing that being educating yourself about it is will be helpful that's true yes and monisha also have an article on our august newsletter it's about this topic the preconception counseling there will be many more details if you like to know and so different stages uh has different challenges Building up a family is indeed a big transformation for both of the couple. So hope you like our how-to podcast today and find the tips helpful in life. 
Thank you, Monisha. Stay tuned and talk to you next time. Thank you, Megan. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.